Hey, uh, welcome back to Writing is Hard Work. I'm Roger Colby. Um, this is my solo podcast. You can also find us on other podcasts like um, uh, Three Cylinder Star Drive uh, and Southern Fried Christianity. Um, today, I have a special guest, uh, writer Stephen McMurtry. Um, I'm guessing I'm saying your name right. Stephen. Yeah, definitely uh, okay. got it right. <laughs> I'm uh, interviewing Stephen over the phone, and uh, I'm pretty sure this is all going to work, and <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but if not, we can always redo it, right? Yeah, 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 we can. Um, so, um, all right, so Stephen and I met because uh, he and I both did, uh, wrote a couple of stories for, um, we each wrote a story for the local uh, Oki Comics, which goes all over the state. It's a uh, local comic book um, compilation from local writers and artists. And so um, I wrote mine, which was uh, Headless White Horse, and uh, it was the first time I'd ever written a, a comic book script. And uh, I think, Stephen, it was your first time too, right? Yeah, it yeah. definitely was. It was a little different. I've never done that before, and so I uh, had to kind of learn how to do it. But, um, Stephen, uh, <clears throat> can you tell me a little bit about how you got to do the, the comic book? Yeah. Actually joined a Facebook group. Um, it was kind of close to the public, but um, I was able to find it. At the time, I wasn't able to really find a good community of writers, uh-huh. at least that I knew of. So I just literally typed in "writers Oklahoma City" and I found it. Oh. And Jeff, actually the editor of Oki Comics. Um, posted something about, hey, if you're a writer in Oklahoma or an artist in Oklahoma, let me know, and if you have a good idea for a story, we'll work together. Okay. And so I actually looked on their website, and at the time they said, it said something like, um, oh, what was it? <laughs> it said, like, go ahead and submit, but we're still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> On yeah. Writers. Yeah. That and was so kind of, like that, that was kind of my experience. Except what I happened to me was I went to a convention where Jeff was Jeff Provine, uh, who does yeah. the comic, and he was given a little history of comic books, comic strips in Oklahoma, and I had no idea that the that like people like the guy who created Dick Tracy and the guy who created Alley Oop and stuff all came from here. Really? So yeah, no, I yeah, didn't know it was, that yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy how all these uh, famous comic strips came from Oklahoma. Um, but you know, it was my chance to. He was like, "Well, I've, I'm taking submissions or whatever." I'm like, "Well, heck, I've got a story." And he says, "That sounds great. Well, <laughs> shoot it to me." And I said, "Well, sure, man. I've got it on my hard drive. I'll send the short story." And he's like, "Oh no, 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 no. I need a comic book script." And so, uh, that sent me down the road of figuring out what that was. So. Um, I know how I felt like figuring out how to do a comic book strip. It's kind of like writing a screenplay, isn't it? I mean, yeah, a little very bit. much so. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of dabbling in screenplays, but how did you go about figuring out how to write in a comic book script? Did you do have to do? You did basically just did research, right? And then, yeah, um, I had written a few uh, screenplays back in 2007. I did a uh, study abroad program in Hollywood Oh wow! Um, while I was in college. And so I had to write three uh, 
write, direct, produce, pretty much do everything other than act in it. But um, for three different movies, or short films. And so I learned how to write uh, screenplays. Mm -hmm. So when it came to the comic book side, I was really confused. So I just looked on YouTube, and I'm like, uh... And I looked looked up examples on Google, and then Jeff actually came out with this because I submitted it just based off of that research. Oh, okay. And then I noticed that he had an update on his website giving examples of stories that he had written. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he wants in that format. Okay. Yeah, I kind of went, like, uh, just... I found out that, uh, say I use Scrivener, and uh, it's a really good word processor. It does all kinds of different formats. Um, yeah, I've heard about that. And uh, Scrivener actually does, as far as screenplays goes, it actually does a, a what's that? What's the name of that real expensive screenplay program that, that professionals use? It's called like. Oh gosh. It starts with a name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like I don't want to say Final Cut. That's not it. It's like something <laughs> weird like that. But this program will actually do it do it exactly the same as that same formatting and everything just like industry standard so but it also has a comic book script template and so i just used the template and man i just went to town you know and i did i did like five pages and then he's like well i cut it down to three and i'm like all right cool so i had to like really cram everything into three pages and but i think it worked yeah, I ended up having about 13 pages. Wow. <laughs> and I had all this backstory with, um, I mean, in the comic book itself, there's some, like, family history, and uh-huh. I dove into that a little bit more, and then, like, the main character's crush on the girl, and I yeah. think it, like, cutting it down was necessary in a way that it still kept what I was trying to portray. Yeah. But yeah. I get so detailed mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, well, I have to show this because people won't ex- won't understand that in order to get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's a couple points or a couple of screens where he's actually at the theater. Um, this is actually the theater at Quail Springs Mall that I was picturing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I actually used to work at Quail Spring or at that AMC. Uh-huh. So I kind of took like some of the stuff that you kind of get working there yeah, and applied it to that. So I had a couple of other scenes that we ended up mm-hmm. removing, but I think overall for the pacing and considering it's a short story and not a full graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was necessary. So um, I want to go back to, um, it was fun doing that, though. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was pretty cool to see your your work and and, and art and uh, well, thank you. out there. And uh, it's pretty cool for me to see my stuff out there. It's it's fun to be published in something like that. Um, so it, which is kind of different than being published on like a magazine, like a short story or something like that or whatever. It's, right. It's a lot right. different. It's kind of a the visual medium is a little different, but um, I kind of like something that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, because of Jessica's style. Yeah. And, like, the way that I pictured it versus the way that she pictured it yeah. was a little bit different in certain areas and aspects of it. Uh-huh. But 
like there's nothing that I look at this topic and think, oh, well, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it just flows. Unfortunately, I feel the same way about my artist because he he did a pretty good job of like capturing the the whole thing because um, it probably needed to be kind of a photorealistic uh, mm-hmm. comic because of the subject matter, but. Um, but um, I kind of want to go back to you talking about, you said something about being, um, doing screenplays and stuff. Yes. Because that's what I'm, I'm really interested in doing screenplays right now. And so I'd like to pick your brain a little bit about screenplays, yeah. if I may. Um, so I'm, I'm delving into learning about screenplays. And so I bought this book. It's called mm-hmm. Screenwriter's Bible. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, I'm yeah that's the, that's apparently that's from all my research, that's the one you want to get to like really learn how to do screenplays and learn what's right and what's wrong and what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of digging into it right now. And, um, one thing I'm learning is there's two types of screenplays. There's like this, there's a spec script and a shooting script. And what a producer right. wants is a spec script, not a shooting script. Um, and, uh, can you talk a little bit about, do you know much about doing spec scripts? I don't really know, honestly, uh-huh. know the difference of those. Yeah. Um, well, I, so I can, let me just describe yeah. it. Maybe the terminologies. Um, so a shooting script has like all the shots, angles, uh, you know, all that gotcha. stuff is put in. It's what they use when they shoot the film, right? Because it has all right. the notes and it has everything on there, right? Well, a spec script, all it is is just, Here's the action. Here's what it would look like. You know, here's a little bit of dialogue. But mostly it's just, you know, to give the producer, whoever, a, the filmmaker, a, a really visual perspective of what you're trying to pull off in the, in the film, your idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know when I wrote mine, it was pretty much a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, you said it was a spec script and mm-hmm. the and a and a shooting one? shooting script. Yeah, shooting script. Yeah, I know with mine it was more of like here's what's going on, mm-hmm. and since I had to shoot it, I yeah. just kind of looked around and was like, well, I think this would look good. Yeah, right. Of course, I didn't have a producer or anybody else saying no. no. <laughs> It was only when I got to the editing room that I'm like, oh, that was a bad angle. Right. Well, <laughs> what I'm doing is I've got like a, there's a person I've been in contact with, uh, met this person at a, at a child's birthday party of all places. And I think we and talked about it a little bit. Know. Yeah. I think I talked about it a little bit, uh, when we were at the signing. Um, yeah. but, um, basically they were like, yeah, if you get something, shoot it to me. I'll try to get it in front of somebody, you know, kind of thing. So That's really awesome. Yeah, no kidding. So what I'm trying to do is to get something together so I can get it to them. And, uh, and I know it's not going to end up exactly like I write it. It never does because that's just the nature of the beast with screenwriting. Um, yeah. But at least, uh, you know, I get to have, if it happens, I'd get to have, you know, my name on a screen that would be kind of cool but um but what do you think about what's what what are some things that you do i know you write a lot of short stories you, you were talking about writing short stories yeah um, what are some uh some process things that you do um when you're when you're coming up with stories 
Um, one of the things that I've been learning, especially this year, is a different difference between a plotter and a pantser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm probably ruining this, so I'm sorry any authors listening to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one is somebody that goes through and makes like an outline of the book or the short story. Uh-huh. And say this is what's going to happen, and it kind of has a beat to it, and you know how it begins, what's in the middle, and how it yeah. ends. Yeah. The other version is somebody who takes an idea and just kind of runs with it. Right. So I usually start off with that. Uh huh. Um, so I have an idea. Yeah. And then I just kind of see how far it can take me. Uh huh. And usually I get to a point where I'm like. I don't really know what to write now. <laughs> I should probably plot it out. Yeah, yeah. And that's when my plotting takes over. and I go back and I'll add things, remove things. But well, you may have heard this story before, and it may have been me that told you, but there's that famous story of uh, Stephen King and Peter Straub when they were working on The Talisman. and They, they co-wrote it, so Peter Straub is, a, is, a, is an outliner, and Stephen yeah. King is a pantser for sure. And so um, Straub would outline the whole thing. Is he'd outline like several chapters ahead, you know, and then give it to King, and then King would completely change what happens, yeah. you know. And then he would go back. It would just frustrate Peter Straub so bad that he would do that. But I think that I think honestly, I think a good writer is going to either do one of both or maybe both at the same time. I think you do a little bit of both. I don't think. I honestly don't think Stephen King's a complete pantser. Yeah. You, you can't write the kind of things he does and not outline stuff, you know, and plan things out. At least have some kind of a storyboard going. Unless it's under the dome. Yeah, yeah under the dome. <laughs> hey, it's teenagers and they're, uh, they're using their parents' uh, uh, force field generator to play a trick on the humans. Um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was so bad. Um so, any Stephen King fans out there, sorry, I just really didn't like the dome. It wasn't very good. And 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 here, we've, well, I guess we could get off on a tangent and talk about King, but um, I'm here to interview you, Stephen. So, um, so Stephen, uh, tell yeah. me some things that you're working on right now. What are some things sure. you're doing? Um, I am actually in the process of um, completing, finishing, working on, you know, work is never complete or finished no you keep going <laughs> but um i am working on a young adult fantasy called jake fields cool that's a tentative title for it uh-huh. and it's about a a kid who disappears so he's a 10 year old boy uh-huh. and he disappears and he comes back and he's 15 years old yeah comes back in the same spot and nobody knows where he's been Clearly, he's been um, at least educated. Like, mm-hmm. he acts like a 15-year-old. Yeah. And he's aged, but nobody knows where he went. Oh, wow. So, he doesn't even know. So, oh. it's a process of him trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. And he has this kind of flashback of the last day. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and he sees some mysterious figures fighting with of magic so there's fantasy elements involved. okay okay 
So, is yeah. this kind of a is this set in the present day or is it in a fantasy land or what is it? Is it like modern, like urban? Um, backdrop. It or? Is, <laughs> it's set in the modern day. Uh-huh. Um, I think right now I have it set in twenty nineteen. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's it's very. I mean, it is Earth, mm-hmm. but he ends up uh, traveling to a different place. Okay. So Ooh. most of the book takes place in a different place. Yeah, yeah. Um, without giving it too much away. If I could recommend, <laughs> there's actually a book that I read, uh, and I could recommend it to you to read. Um, it's called uh, Off to Be the Wizard. Um, and uh, you might read it. I, I'm not saying it's exactly the same. It's not at all. I mean, what your idea is pretty original there but uh um off to be the wizard is about a guy who's set in modern times you know some guy he's works in a cubicle and his life's yeah. really boring and um he uh finds at while he's at work one day he's screwing around on the internet and he finds some text file on a server that's larger the text file is actually larger than the server it's on and he's like what the what in the world so he downloads a bunch of it, okay? He okay. downloads it onto another drive, which, you know, he gets this big thumb drive, and he downloads it all, and then he gets it onto his phone somehow. Or no, you know, he puts it on his phone, and then he takes it home, and he puts it on his home computer, and he's dorking around with it, and he finds, like, his own name in there, like on the text file. Except that by his name is his height, weight, location, like GPS location, all this other stuff. And it's accurate. Except that he says that his height and his height is wrong. He's actually six feet tall. So he goes and edits it, hits save. Well, his pants yeah. get shorter. <laughs> and he realizes that this text file is a text file that alters the universe. Huh. So he starts playing around with it, you know, uh, giving himself lots of money and, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And the IRS comes after him, and the FBI is chasing him and stuff. And he has this, like, he puts it on his phone. He has macros on his phone so he can actually time travel and stuff. And he hits the button and goes back to the Middle Ages, and back there he finds a bunch of other wizards that are people from our time that, like, found this file. (laughs) And then they can, um, like, they become wizards, you know, with this file. And it's just a text file is all it is. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's a really interesting plot. Oh, it is. It is. It is. It's a really and it's a, it's three books. They made three books. This guy wrote like a trilogy. Yeah. Um, but the first one's called um, "Off to Be the Wizard." It's really I can't remember offhand. I can't remember the guy's name that wrote it, but it's really yeah. good. Um, but um, but it sounds good, man. It sounds like yeah, you got a good idea awesome. for a story there. Um, yeah. I'd love to read it. And I'm actually submitting it to um, Pitch Wars. Have you heard of that? Yes, yes, Pitch Wars. Um, talk to the audience a little bit about Pitch Wars. Yeah, so Pitch Wars is a mentorship program where uh, anybody in the world can submit a story. Mm-hmm. And the uh, you can submit it to up to four mentors. Mm-hmm. And these people are published writers. Yeah. Um, and you submit into a specific category mm-hmm. and you can pick the mentors yeah. uh, that you're wanting to mentor. Right. If they, if they like your story, 
and want to see more, they can request a full, your full manuscript. Yeah. And over the next several months, uh, they mentor you, they read it, they give you pointers, they try to polish it up. Mm-hmm. And then in February, I believe, is when they get a bunch of agents together to hopefully have your manuscript looked at by an agent. Yeah, I'm actually working on something for that right now. <laughs> well, so, it, uh, it just started, so we have a couple of days to submit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty intense. What category, what category are you submitting for? Um, just just science fiction. You know, that's me. I just write sci-fi. So. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm hoping to get it. I'm hoping to pick get a mentor. That would be nice. That would be nice. And then I can add that to my long list of things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As well as hold down the day job and do this. So, yeah. Um, but hey, Stephen, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. It was really, really informative and uh, helpful. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to benefit from what we talked about. So yeah, of course. And, and I mean, if you want to yeah. submit to Oki Comics, you can just go to okicomics.com and you can. Um, they take open submissions. Just submit a you know a comic book script, or maybe you're an artist and you can do that. You can be in the pool of artists for them. Um, or if you want to submit to uh, pitch wars go right ahead man but the deadline's coming up so you better get busy <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other um, uh, scripts submitted for Oki Comics oh Just no curious. not yet I've I've been busy doing this other stuff so because um, I'm doing that and then I'm doing like I mean I'm working on the screenplay stuff right I'm, right. I'm digging through that book and I'm also kind of piddling around with some post-apocalyptic novel you know, I, I keep, and, and that's a, that's a seat of the pants one, total yeah. seat of the pants. It's just like, I get in there and I write a little bit, I get in the world and I write a little bit on it for a while and then I drop it and I might not write on it every day. I might do it like maybe two, three times a week or something. I'll probably go in there tonight and throw something down on it, you know, yeah. but it just kind of builds over time. And then whenever it's done, I'll just, you know start the editing process and start working. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but Hey man, it's great talking to you. And, uh, this has yeah, been, definitely. this has been uh Stephen McMurtry. You can find him. Where can we find you, Stephen? So it's kind of funny, but, uh, I am on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, as Stephen McMurtry writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I also have a blog on, Oh, that's horrible. That tells you that I don't update it enough. <laughs> um, but I literally just joined Twitter, I think, this morning. Wow. Okay. I have yet to post something. But Welcome to Twitter. I am on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find so, you. You can find me. I'm Roger D. Colby. That's what me. That's just Roger D. Colby. At Roger D. Colby. I'm pretty easy to find. Yeah. Apparently, my name was too long. Oh, wow. And like other ones. So it's Stephen M. Author. Okay, okay. At least I remembered that. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Well, again, thanks, Stephen, for coming on the show, and uh, uh, I'm going to sign off. Until yeah. uh, till next time, uh, remember, writing, writer's block is just a myth.